Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, world. This is Austin from A Positive Mind with Positive Vibes. If you love this podcast episode and if you love this podcast in general, I have some other really, really great things. So first and foremost, I actually am an approved teacher for guided meditations on the Insight Timer app. So you can actually search that on Google Store as well as the Apple Store. That's going to be, once again, Insight Timer. You can also find some guided meditations like self-love and wealth affirmations on my YouTube. That's going to be PMPVXMEO, or you can just look up PVMPV Podcast on YouTube. You can also find me on Instagram, PMPV Podcast. You can also find my website, PMPVPodcast.com. That will also take you a link to my guided affirmation cards. There's 35 cards, all with guided affirmations with beautiful phrases, starting with I am. It's one of the most powerful phrases we can use when talking about ourselves, and we need to make sure that we follow ourselves up with love and that affection. So if you're curious at all, and if you're open to exploring or checking out something different, I strongly encourage you, if you love this podcast, and if you love these episodes, and if you really resonate with them, check out some more of my content. It's beautiful, and I know you're going to love it. Peace and blessings and love and light always. Ashe. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, world, and welcome to A Positive Mind with Positive Vibes. Today's episode is going to be one that I feel is a journey in each and every one of our lives. I feel like this is something that is very widely spoken on and discussed and talked about, but I don't think that we fully understand its importance, let alone its gravity, right? So without further ado, let us talk about the shadow self. Don't don't don't. No, I'm just playing. But no, truly, let's talk about the shadow work. Let's talk about the shadow self and let's talk about what that really is, right? And first and foremost, like what is shadow work, right? Shadow work to me is a process and journey of deep reflection where you look at your life, the things that have happened to you, your childhood experiences, and you really ask the question why? Why do you feel the way that you do? Why do you think about the world that you do, specifically in a negative way, right? Like when it comes to money, why do you think negatively about money or why do you have negative feelings specifically about yourself and money, right? When it comes to achieving certain things or living a certain life, where where is that resistance coming from? Where is that challenge coming from? Where are you kind of in your head like, no, you can't do that? Where is that coming from, right? Why do you think that? Right. A lot of it is also in our social interactions and being with each other. Right. Like those those people who have this label of toxic. Right. Like, why are they toxic? Why do they have toxic capabilities? Why do you why do we have toxic capabilities and patterns and just certain things about us? Where did that come from? Right. So that shadow work to me, shadow work is going within yourself as well as not just shining a light on and saying, okay, that's bad, but also integrating that and healing that part of yourself, right? Because it's already damaged. Like that's, that's where ultimately trauma is the gateway to toxicity. And that, that's what I truly feel like, right? Like trauma is embedded within you and over time develops this schema 
this belief of the world around you, yourself, people, a collection of all three. And it, it, it really ultimately develops into some form of toxicity, whether that's toxicity that affects yourself, toxicity that affects others, regardless of what it is, right? It's just, you know, once again, like system of a down, the toxicity of our city, like it's, it's just literally it, right? Um, also, if you haven't heard that song, great song, incredible song, system of a down, just their life for always will be always have been anyway um but this talk you know this this shadow work once again and this is something that what i love about this word is how often it's now being used now i will say that it's kind of thrown around a little bit but but the fact that it's being discussed, the fact that the term itself is used and that people are aware of it and understand it and for the most part have an idea of what it means, like that is huge. As a society, as a collective consciousness, we are understanding the processes to further heal our inner selves and our inner children so that we can therefore choose to be better. We are choosing to heal. We are choosing to address these things and to shed light on these traumas. Now, what does that look like? And this is the fun part because I can't tell you what it looks like for you. I can only tell you what it was like for me. I can tell you and share with you certain experiences people have shared with me with the, you know, the permission to share. Um, but you know, more than anything, it's a journey, right? Like, and I think that a lot of people have this idea of, you know, doing shadow work is it's like, it's almost like a retreat or it's like a, like a, like a vacation, you know, you don't want to take or like a sentencing, right? Like you're like, all right, well, I have to do two years of shadow work. I'm like, wow, dude, like what the fuck is that? Right? Like, oh, I'm going to therapy to help with my shadow work, right? Like I, I, I want to really plainly and clear as day say this shadow work is an everlasting journey. Now, when I say that, I don't mean that it's going to be the same lump of like the heap, right? Because like a lot of people have a lot of shadow work to do, you know, myself included. And we're like, we're looking at this giant fucking mountain and we're like, good God, like where, where do we even begin? First and foremost, you just started a bit of it at a time, just a little piece at a time, right? That's ultimately what it takes. But, you know, for shadow work in general, it's an everlasting journey. Like, like you're going to start with a lot of it at first. And then over time, you'll continue to heal and address it and get better and integrate, right? Those parts of yourself that are in the shadows. Because like, ultimately, if you think about yourself as a light bulb and you're shining light on yourself, like, like in, if you were a bedroom, right? And you're shining light in your bedroom and all of it is illuminated except certain pockets, those are, is the shadow work, right? Those are the pockets of you that aren't fully brought to light, that aren't really integrated. And they're left in this kind of like black hole, right? Where they didn't really receive the love, the affection, the attention, whatever it is, but there's this black spot in the room, right? So you got to shed light on that. So what does that shedding light look like? Well, once again, it's an everyday process and journey. And, you know, that's the one thing I want to say, too, is like, you're never going to get done with shadow work. And that's ultimately why it's an everlasting journey. Like, there's always going to be things that will come up within life to challenge you, to test you, to bring some type of discomfort to your awareness for you to understand further what it is you want and how you want to feel, how you want to be treated, the life you want to live, right? Like, the only thing we experience what we don't want is so that we can pay attention more and realize more of what we do want. Now, unfortunately, 
I find that over time, as we continue to experience these negative situations, we get conditioned to just look to them directly as opposed to looking at how they can help us or benefit us or how they're teaching us to focus on what we do want, right? We kind of get trapped in this cycle, if you will, of just like toxicity, right? That's where these toxic cycles come from, the phrase itself, right? It once again, though, comes from a shadow work or the lack thereof, the lack of adhering or paying attention or being intentional with your shadow work. So that's the first and foremost, right? Is this is going to be an everlasting lifelong journey. The other second most important part I want to take with this is let's just take a moment to give yourself some grace. Let's give yourself some fucking love. Like give yourself a fucking break, dude. Like, and I really say that with the biggest heart and the biggest arms open to just, if you can visualize me and if you've had a hug from me, you know, like, just, just come on in here and let's just, just give me a fucking hug, dude. Like, let's just take that moment to just hug it out because the fact that you are acknowledging that shadow work needs to be done is the fact that you are acknowledging you want to be better. You don't want to continue to feel the same way you do, engage in the same things you do, engage with the same people you do every day. You don't know what it is, but somewhere within you, it's like this, this can't be it, right? Like this isn't, this isn't feel right. This doesn't feel like I'm living to the maximum or living the best life, right? That I could be. So by you choosing to go within Right, whether that's also accompanied by therapy, accompanied by journaling, meditation, um, you know, or a collection of that and several other modalities, breath work, right, working out is a great one to use as well. Um, you know, the fact that you're doing that and making that choice that deserves celebration, and that deserves something worth taking a moment to say that you're proud of yourself, expressing pride towards yourself. Like, let's take that moment, right? I am proud of you. I am proud of you for seeing that there is something wrong, reflecting within yourself and saying, I should not be doing this. I should not be feeling this way. I shouldn't act this way. I, I need to change this. I need to change this behavior, right? Like, that's beautiful. The fact that you are answering that call within yourself from your higher being, first and foremost, that's incredible. Now, like I said, and have mentioned several things to accompany it. And ultimately that, that all embodies shadow work, right? Going to therapy, going to the gym, journaling, meditating, you know, prayer, whatever it is for you that you're using on this journey to, for healing specifically, that is what it is. Like that is shadow work in itself. And I said, give yourself some grace because I'm pretty sure if you've already made the choice, you're doing it every day. You're just not realizing it. Right, like you could choose to cut this person off and you don't. You could choose to get mad at this person and you don't, right? You can choose to engage in this toxic behavior and give this person your number who's interested in you but you really have someone at home or you're pursuing someone right now. You could choose to be late to work because of X, Y, and Z, right? And it's, it's fascinating because people don't understand those little behaviors come from something else, right? Like if you're not late, if you're late all the time and you're just like not necessarily very focused and very punctual, it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't care. You just didn't have the structure to develop consistency and have a have self-confidence in your work that you do. Because if you did, 
you would show up early every single day like this is my shit i'm gonna put my name on it this is gonna be great i'm putting in work today this is it but you don't and there's nothing wrong with that but the fact that you're acknowledging that like okay i gotta do something about this being lateness right like because you're making the choice to leave earlier and do this earlier, you're going to start doing other things earlier. You're going to be start showing up for dates or for lunch or for, you know, to a meeting or to a party earlier. Right now, of course, you know, fashionably late. I'm a tourist. I understand. I get it. But it's like understanding how, you know, one thing comes from something greater and how when you do the work to hit the something greater, all of those little behaviors that you did because of it start to prune off. They start to go in the exact opposite direction. They start to die off. But it has to be your choice. And that is why you deserve the pri the applause and that self-pride that you should be giving yourself right now because you're making the choice. Every single day we make the choice to do shadow work, right? And whether it's, once again, going to therapy, going to the gym, you know, something really big for me is going to the gym. I go to the gym five, uh, six, or five or six days out of the week. And I've been pretty consistent with that for about a month or two now. I'm pretty proud of myself. And when I'm in there, I kind of enter this flow state where I kind of just work out and I kind of just drift off consciously and I kind of just reflect on myself, on my job, on the interactions I've had, on plans that I have coming up. You know, I try to keep my mind somewhat open as well to receive downloads from, you know, the universe and what I consider spirit, you know, just whatever it is. Um, but, you know, I, I have that a part of my shadow work because, you know, for me, when I was younger, I, I was around a lot of anger and a lot of rage. And I personally had a lot of anger and rage. And for those that are into astrology, my Mars is in Aries. So should I say more, right? But I have the gym as a conduit, right? I have all this energy, this frustration, because I'm very, very emotional and inly invested in everything I do. So I care a lot. I, I invest emotionally in everything that I do. And if I don't get that response or if I feel like, you know, for whatever reason, emotionally, I'm in my feelings, I'm going to want to get that out. So I channel that into the gym. And when I push those weights, I'm releasing that energy and that frustration, right? Like there's times where I've gone back to, you know, my earlier childhood traumas where I felt so much rage and anger and hatred and I've worked it out, right? It took me a couple sessions, but like I'm working out that aggression and that anger. And I've personally realized over time, and I've been working out consistently for about say almost 10 years now. I have become a lot calmer and a lot more peaceful. And even when I think about those things that used to really work me up, I don't get as worked up anymore. I don't get as angry or as, you know, really like err anymore. I'm just like, meh, right? So granted, that's also helped. I have gone to therapy, right? So I'm a very big advocate of, you know, once again, mental health and, and pursuing a healthy mental health spot right because that's the thing right is like that once again goes into shadow work and that's the thing is like the reason why shadow work is in an, an inevitable and everlasting journey is because it's integrated in every part of our lives our interactions how we think how we feel about the world about ourselves that all has to do with shadow work right so once again you know this is going to be a journey this is be a journey that you know you should be proud of yourself for starting and beginning. Now, what does that look like for you? Well, 
You know, once again, I can't say that. I, I would strongly recommend and suggest therapy. You know, finding someone who you can talk to, who you feel safe with, who you feel and respect their opinion. You know, I, I think that that's very important. Um, but, you know, you also have to keep in a mindset of, you know, understanding when it's not a licensed professional. And I say this to people who like vent to family or friends or, you know, you have best friends. Sometimes people have an agenda, right? Or they want you to feel a certain way or they want you to move a certain way, right? Because if you do, if you move in the way that they want, you stay with them. And if you don't move in the way that they want, you move away from them oftentimes because it's what's known as outgrowing. You don't outgrow the person as in grow more than or better than or bigger than. You grow in a different direction. That just means you're outgrowing. You're literally out, you're growing outwardly into opposite directions. That's exactly what it is. So, you know, you got to be mindful of that. So I would strongly suggest a licensed therapist or, you know, a licensed psychologist and have someone that you trust that you go to that, you know, you've talked with a little bit and you kind of understand them. They understand you. They very much align with a lot of the things you understand and believe, because that's another thing, right? Like I'm I have a degree in psychology and that's where a lot of my background stems from. But, you know, for me, I see a lot of the mental health field, right? That that specific practice, specifically in psychology, you know, a lot of people can sometimes still be closed-minded. Now, over the years, specifically in the last 10 to 15, we've gotten a lot better, a lot more progressive, a lot more open-minded when it comes to the field of psychology. And even I've mentioned this a couple times in prior episodes, the DSM-5, right? The Diagnostic Statistics Manual of Mental Disorders. That is what the DSM, I'm sorry, the Diagnostic Statistical not statistics, the statistical manual of mental disorders, right? DSM-5, thank God they have an abbreviation. But the transition from the DSM-4 to the DSM-5 brought about all of these mental changes or mental differences in the world as they, they had them as a box in the DSM-4. So if you were autistic, that was that, right? If you had multiple personality disorder, it was that. And you couldn't like be a couple of, or have a sprinkle, a dash of something, or you couldn't really, you know, be someone who was autistic, who had a form of schizophrenia with a bipolar disorder or with an identity or a disassociative identity disorder with an emotional disorder of some sort, right? Like you couldn't have that. So in the DSM-5, everything became a spectrum because they understood that people are just that on a spectrum and they are a blend. They make they are made of their experiences as opposed to traumatized by just one, two or three, right? So it's an ever-changing and everlasting journey. Just like, guess what? Shadow work. So once again, I encourage you to find a therapist and a psychologist that really connects with you, that you can connect with, that you feel safe with, and just let it all out, right? Let it all out. Be unfiltered and be genuine, dude. Like, doesn't matter if you sound fucking crazy. That's why you're there, right? You're, you're there to talk through it to talk through it and to better understand it, to see and recognize, you know, one of the biggest things for me when I was going through therapy is, you know, my, my therapist at the time, um, she actually led the yoga club at the university I went to. So it was a, it was a university therapist who was actually, she was actually the club leader and the leader of that, that, uh, therapy field, if you will, she kind of opened up that, uh, area in student services. So it was really great to see. But, you know, um, she had a lot of beliefs that I did and a lot of understandings about the world as I did. So, you know, 
we we had a really great connection and you know the one thing that she explained to me is you know my a lot of my shadow work or a lot of my trauma came from a lot of overstimulation right like when i was younger there was so much going on so much stimulation where there was good or bad primarily you know majority of it was bad but you know it was kind of like i was in a war zone that's what she equated it to she illustrated my childhood as like a war zone where i had all these stimuli going on this right left right front and center a flashbang here a frag grenade there some gunfire there some yelling and shouting there you know it was all this going on now granted it wasn't literally that but some of it was, some of it was whatever, you know, but the reality is that that is what it was equated to. So a part of my shadow work was like being in a quiet space. And when I moved out for the first time and had my own home, I lived alone. And when I lived alone, like truly by myself, it was fucking crazy. For like three to four months, I was just like, I couldn't sleep. I had to have music on. I just couldn't. I couldn't be in the dark. Like, I had to have certain lights on. Like, it was fucking crazy. Now, mind you, I'm almost a 30-year-old man. And at the time, I was like 23, 24 when I had first moved out. So, you know, Grant, I'm a 24-year-old man with, with a light on, on the, in the oven, right? You know, and I know people are like, oh, that's what black people do. Yes, we do. But, you know, not all of us. So, you know, I'm good now. Obviously, I can sleep in the dark and so on and so forth but in silence. And, you know, but those first couple of months, I was like, fuck, dude, like, where is the, the, the lat? Where's the crash? Where's the bang? Where's the yelling? Right? Where's the flash? None of it was there. It was just me. So a part of my shadow work was actually stepping into and integrating and accepting that peace that quiet, right? Like it was fucking crazy. So I say that to say not all shadow work is like addressing the bad either, right? Some of that shadow work can be addressing the good, but asking the question, why do you fight the good? Why do you fight what feels good and what feels right, right? Like why are you so oppositional even when it's good for you, right? Like you you know that this thing is good for you. It's here to help you. It's here to love you. It's here to take you to, to help you be better. But you just you just fight it. You resist it. Why? Where? What is that? Where is that coming from? And for me, once again, like just being in a, in a state of peace, in a state of calm, I resisted that. I was like, no, dude, I need some type of music. I need some type of stimulation. And it was really challenging for me initially to really get into even meditation. Right. And like to meditate because like I just couldn't silence my mind. My mind would just fucking go crazy. So, you know, that was a big part of my shadow work journey. That could be for you as well. But I wouldn't have understood that and unlocked that unless I had it brought to light by my therapist. Right. So once again, going back to the original point, it's it's very highly, if not almost required to have some form of professional help and assistance as you're going through this journey at some point in your life. Not saying you gotta do it immediately, not saying you have to do it in the middle, not saying you have to do it at the end. At one of those points, you will have some type of professional help, whether it be a friend, whether it be, you know, who's who ha who performs for that type of professional help. It could be the actual professional help itself, you know, someone you go to, someone through your work, whatever it is, it will be there especially if it's through your work and provided, I strongly, strongly encourage you to do it. Um, I had the privilege of, especially in cannabis, like I work in the cannabis industry I have for several years now, but in this industry, it's still so new that a lot of these expected services or things for people, 
is is still we're, we're still getting them right so one of the things that i saw and this isn't across the board either some companies offer it some don't was uh mental health services there's a company that i that i worked for for a time where they actually offered a mental health day every quarter as well as mental health services extensive and at length um it was and for family as well like it was incredible right like i know some jobs that have been in established industries for decades still not have those types of services so it was really really cool to see so especially if it's through your job i encourage you to do it um but once again have seek that therapist and psychologist um you know once again journaling journaling is an incredible outlet it's a beautiful way for you to write and release um you know if you want to add a little flair or a little pizzazz to it you can you know set the pages on fire as you're kind of going through that healing and releasing or put them in water you know or like cast them out into the ocean right you know whatever it is now what i will say is that depending on that intention right like that's where we kind of get into magic and rituals and setting intentions that's a whole another conversation um which I do, right? Like, I'm not saying, like, it's bad in any way, shape, or form. Like, I, I very much have grown very connected to and very much love the magical aspect of both myself and my life and just magic in general and that esoteric science. Um, but, you know, that journaling, that journaling is, a, is it, it'll come as well. It's all a part of it, right? But it's kind of a matter of just getting comfortable with that process sooner than later. So, you know, once again, with journaling, that's where you kind of release. You kind of write those letters to people that you couldn't say, right? You write those letters to yourself that you couldn't feel, right? right just, just write down emotions, how you think, you know, what, what you originally thought versus what you are now, right? You know, keep track of your progress. Write something, uh, write a page, a diary entry, you know, or a diary, I'm sorry, a notebook, whatever you want to call it, right? I don't mind using the term diary. It is what it is. It's a journal where you write your personal feelings. I don't know what to tell you. But the reality of it is, is, you know, as you express those things, as you get them onto paper, and regardless of what you do with it, burn it, put it in water, keep it, whatever you want to do, you're getting it out. And that's the most important part is getting it out. Like journaling is so important and it is so awesome. I have a couple journals. I have one for manifesting, one for my shadow work. I have one for, you know, kind of ideas and thoughts. I have one for work itself and my plans and like my developments and the things I do with people. Um, I have several journals. So, you know, it's, it's a matter of that intention and what you want to do. And I will also say like writing to me comes naturally for like an assignment or a job or something like that but it does not come naturally when expressing myself in fact it actually i just recently like last year really started taking journaling seriously and i've been doing my shadow work now for what i feel is obviously forever but intentionally i would say about anywhere from five to seven years um so you know once again journaling is such a beautiful 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 modality if you will or or method or conduit for expressing that energy and releasing it and getting it out it's um it's truly a fascinating beautiful great tool um and once again it's going to be a part of the journey so whether you jump into it now or later you're gonna do it right especially if you're using therapy therapy strongly encourages you to have a journal some even require you once again so you know it's kind of like your vegetables you're either going to need them now you're going to need them later you need them regardless but it's a matter of when you choose to eat them all right so we have journaling so as we continue through that journey right of doing that shadow work I think that a really big part of it as well is, you know, and quite honestly, arguably the most important part is integration. Now with integration, right? It's, it's 
bringing in, once again, as we have that analogy of the bedroom and you're shining light and you have certain spots of where that darkness is, right? That little black hole or that, that black spot. As you shine light of it, you, you don't, there, there is no destroying that, right? You're not removing that negative energy. You're not destroying it in any way, shape or form. It's a part of you, right? So there's that integration. And I think that, you know, so many people, they get in this topic or this, this routine or this behavior of shadow work and they're like, okay, or they have this misconception rather. And they think like, okay, now that I'm done with this, it's gone, right? No, that's not how that works. Now, it's a matter of integration and how you reintegrate it back into you. And that journey in itself comes in about in so many different ways, right? One of the most powerful ones that I've experienced is mirror work, right? So speaking positive affirmations, speaking love to yourself, right? And having that time and having that moment and being able to really just express that love, right? Really talk to that inner child within yourself and express that love that's there. Um, another part of it can be, you know, just days of self-love, right? Really enjoying yourself and, you know, pampering, if you will, however you want to call it, just having that you day where you treat yourself. And what I want to say to that is, you know, to men specifically, it's okay to have a self day, a self love day. And on the topic of this in general, men, we need to get this fucking shadow work in. It's, it's time for us to do some shadow work. It's time for us to put the work in. It's time for us to have those tough conversations with ourselves. But most importantly, it's time to have those tough conversations in general. It's time to seek out therapy and it's time to do that healing. Once again, there's nothing more powerful and more beautiful and more radiant than a healed divine masculine in his energy, right? You ask any truly aligned divine feminine, they're like, oh my God, yes. Not even from the sexual manner, but truly just from that energy that's radiating, right? So imagine you're out and about somewhere and you just have this feeling where people are attracted to you. They're not, they're not really necessarily looking at you, but they feel your energy. They feel safe. They feel warm. They feel protected. They just, they feel that beautiful light that's radiating, right? It's, it's what was once explained to me as the light of a thousand suns. And you really, you, you really have that. The world is waiting for us to step into our true glory of what it is to be a fully healed and integrated divine masculine. It's time. That integration, right? I had to really just speak on that specifically for a minute. Um, but that integration comes in so many different forms, right? Once again, that mirror work, those self-love days, um, and really just setting healthy boundaries as well. You know, I've talked about that on a previous episode as well as having those healthy boundaries for you to be able to say, okay, you know what is enough is enough from this person, from the world, from this energy, whatever it is, enough is enough. I'm good. I'm chill. Like, I'm just going to take this break now. So, you know, another part of this integration, and I want to talk about this for a minute is, you know, this, this idea of like, we have a time limit or we have a timestamp for when we have these things that need to be completed. I ask you more than anything, be patient with yourself on this journey. I know that a lot of us, specifically myself as well, for many years, we're in this moment where we had something really good and it was snatched. We had something really good and it was taken. We had something really good and it was lost. Or it was kind of dangled over our head to where we just kind of lost faith or lost hope in it. Right? I want you to know, and I say this with the utmost love and care. 
you will get to a point to where you will no longer fear that other shoe dropping. You will no longer feel the table being turned or flipped. You will no longer fear anything being used against you. You won't fear to be vulnerable to others. There will come a time, I promise you, and it is through this shadow work that we get there. I still have moments where I kind of have these lapses where I'm like, oh shit, when's, when's it going to get bad again? Right? It's going so good. When's it going to get bad? It's not. We deserve to be happy. We deserve to be at peace. We deserve to be aligned and in alignment. And that alignment doesn't include waiting for that hat to drop. So to everyone who just feels as though they walk on eggshells every day and they're just like, fuck, dude, like it's going good. When is when, where is it? When is when is, when am I going to get punked? Where's Ashton Kutcher? You know, I'm kind of dating myself, but where's Ashton Kutcher and getting punked at? Where's this going to happen? Right. But it's not. That is your new life. And it's going to take some time to get adjusted. It's going to take some time to get used to. But over time, we will realize that, wow, yeah, that, that other shoe really isn't going to drop. This person isn't going to turn or this place isn't going to turn or I can be vulnerable here. And I think that that's the most important thing is the ability to say I can now be vulnerable for both men and women. And that's ultimately that integration, right? Like that's that journey. But in order to have that, we can't put a timestamp on things. We can't sit up here and say, I want to be healed from this trauma at this date. I want to be healed from my childhood wound at this date. I'm going, because let me tell you, I tried that and it did not work. That shit did not work in any way, shape or form. I tried, I failed. That shit was not at all happening. It just, just not at all. So I say this to you from, trust me, from learned experience. Cause when you try to fast forward, you miss the journey and as you miss that journey you are unable to be able to have the lesson that comes from that so guess what you continue that journey you continue that cycle you perpetuate that pattern and by you doing that you continue to engage in that cycle until eventually it consumes you right you get tired you get burnt out and then you're toxic Right. And you have now what's known as a toxic cycle. You see how that works. So, you know, to that, I'll say once again, do not give yourself that timestamp. Just don't give yourself that stress. Right. Like we're going through this shit. We're figuring it out. We're trying to put in this work. We're not trying. We are putting in this work. Right. That, let's give ourselves that patience. Let's give ourselves that grace and that time. And I also want to say this specifically as well is as you give yourself that grace and that time and that patience and you don't give yourself that timestamp, please don't do that to others. Please do not give them that timestamp and say, because I'm at this level, you have to be at this level. Or because I have this healed, you have to have this healed too. Like, dude, that's not how it works. And... It's honestly very selfish and foolish to expect that of others as well. And quite honestly, not fair. It really isn't. Because each and every person is going to be on their own journey. They're going to be on their own shadow work experience. And they're going to have different levels of shadow work to work through, to evolve into that next version that they need to, to then further evolve. Right? Like... Just because you're at this level doesn't mean that another person needs to be at that level with you. As you ascend and 
rise in vibration and frequency and let go of those lower frequency things, that may be another person. However, that doesn't mean that that person is going to be at that vibration for forever, right? Like you're just outgrowing them. And I think that that's a very big, like a, like a hurtful term for a lot of people, but you're literally just growing outwards in opposite directions. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think that that's a journey in life, but we often have this like idea of like, you have to come with me wherever I go, right? To our friends, to our family, especially to our spouses. Like, no, dude, like they have their journey just as you. Respect that, respect them, give them that time. Give them that space, give them that peace and that energy and that ability to work through it just as you did. And if you can't, that's okay too, but then have that conversation and be honest and real like, hey, you know, I'm going to therapy and doing this. I want you to as well. If you don't want to, that's okay, but I'm going to continue to grow in this direction and you may not be a part of it, right? And, you know, that will come from it what it will. It'll happen organically, right? You will continue to grow and outgrow because that's what we do. We evolve, but don't put a timestamp on it. Don't rob yourself of the pleasure of that journey because you're just going to relive it anyway until you end up going through the entire journey. So take your time. Be patient. Shadow work itself. This is a this is a loaded topic, right? There's there's so much to talk about it with it and there's so many things to discuss. For me, you know, I kind of was able to detail, if you will, or outline the table of contents, right? If we were writing a book. Now, what goes in those contents? That's for you to write then that is why once again each person's journey of shadow work is different there could be twins and they're still going through their own journey of shadow work it's going to be their own right and rightfully so but the reality of it is once again is like you know everybody's going to be on their own journey everybody's going to be experiencing it in their own way but what's so beautiful is that as we collectively work on ourselves we illuminate and shed light and help bring light to the collective consciousness as we shed light and do the shadow work of ourselves we're doing shadow work on the collective right so imagine like that one bedroom is in a billion multi uh, several billion room house and all of these rooms are now doing this work they're all illuminating that whole house is going to light up it's going to glow there's not going to be any darkness left and that's what we do as light workers shed light on the shadow work on the shadow self but the thing is is there isn't any specific person that's a light worker it's not a title you're dubbed it's just who you are naturally it's who we all are we are all light workers we're all shadow workers it's what we are it's as above so below we are made and comprised of this energy of light and dark and in order to step into further light we have to shed that light that we have on the dark as well so once again, you know, enjoy the journey and respect the journey. But most importantly, take the step to begin that journey. Because I think that, you know, once again, a lot of people have this misconception that like it's this one or two month journey or one or two year journey. And like you're just going to be cured one day. That's not how it works. Right. This is going to take time. This is going to take forever, in fact. But it's okay because as we continue to grow and rise and ascend and evolve, we're not going to feel the same way we once did. We will never feel the same way we once did because we've evolved from it. We've grown from it, 
right? So to each and every one of you, I say once more, let, let's begin this shadow work. Let's start the shadow work. Let's continue this shadow work. But to all of you who are in it, in the thick of it, in the midst of it, and just like, what the fuck is going on? I want you to know that, and I say this to you and everybody else, I love you. I see you for doing this work. I see you for wanting to be better and doing the work in the tough nights and the painful nights and the tearful nights. I, I get it. And I am so fucking proud of you. And I love you so much. I have never met you. I may never meet you. We may never see each other. But I want you to know that this energy here is to comfort and to share love and to shed light on you to let you know that you're not alone. You are in this with me. You are in this with us. We are in this with you. You are not alone. And as you begin this journey, you will not be alone. This is your own journey to take, but it is a journey we all take and must take to become the better versions of ourselves. So please, you may feel free to reach out to me and talk to me at on Instagram. You can search PMPV Podcast or search my name, Austin Varvel. You can do the same on Facebook. Search for me, Austin Varvel. But, you know, more than anything, like, let's talk. Let's talk about it. Share with me what, you know, you got going on. And, and if no one will listen to you, I will. If no one will read the notes, I will. You know, and I just, the most important thing with this is, you know, not only doing it, but staying consistent with it. Because it's very easy to kind of face something or see something like, oh, I don't want to do this. But life is going to, once again, like you have this desire, right, to really, really live this beautiful, incredible life. And there's parts of you that are holding you back from it. They're talking to you and telling you that, like, no, you can't do this. You have to face that. You have to talk to them and say, no, I can. And integrate that apart, that, that those parts of you into the more you. So the reality of it is, is you're going to face this regardless as long as you want to do better, live better, have a better life and live a better life. So let's begin today. Know that once again, you are not alone. You are loved. You are appreciated. I am so very proud of you in everything you do every day. I ask that you give yourself grace. You give yourself patience. You give those around you grace and them patience as well. But most importantly, you just continue your best each and every day to embody love, to be love, to give love, and most importantly, to receive love. You are worthy of it. You deserve it. And it is your rightful heirloom. If anything in this world, in this life is rightful to you, it is love. I wish you peace and blessings, love, light, healing, grace and the most divine comfort and energy today, every day, and always, and in always, and forever. I love you. Ashe.